I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlow, and today we're just going to get right down to it. Yesterday, Google announced the Pixel 4 and Pixel 4 XL, plus a whole bunch of other stuff. But I have a feeling, Perlow, you really want to talk about the Pixel 4. Let's let's get straight. Oh, to do it. I want to talk about the Pixel 4, Jason? You know, let's hear it. What's going on? Well, first of all, I think the innovation at this event was amazing, especially with the orange. <laughs> Who the hell knew that we needed? an orange phone, right? Look, look in right? person, it doesn't look very orange in person. It looks more salmon-y, I would say, but yeah. yeah. So you would say that their, their level of effort in creating us orange color is about the same as Apple's trying to create a purple. Um, Google runs its events very different from Apple. Yeah. Like, like night and day. Like Apple sends their executives off to finishing school, I think, to do their events. They're in the row. They have pricing ready to go. Bam, bam, bam. $799, $899, $999, bam. This model, this model. Ready to go. The journalists got everything they need. Now, the Google event, they didn't feel prepared as much, in my opinion, the execs, especially uh, the lady who was doing the, the Pixel Book one, she looked very uncomfortable sitting in that seat there. Um, but the fact that we didn't have full pricing for every model of the Pixel was very strange, that we had to go back check the, the website, you know, after, after the event. And so and at first, it's only a one-hour event. So they were launching a comparable amount of junk, right, that Apple does at these events. And they're trying to squeeze it down to one hour. And, they, you know, they can't go over every single feature thing that sure. they're really, you know, shows the strengths of a particular product. They're just kind of like showing people walking around using the products and they're like, okay, next product. But like, you know, they didn't really, I don't think they dwelled as much on the technology as I would have liked. Um, but quite frankly, we had all the specifications of this damn thing for months. Yeah. It, I don't think they should have done an event. Like I think they just should have just announced the damn phone two months ago and started pre-orders. I mean, in now a way. late. They're in late. a way, it was announced two months ago from all the leaks. I mean, we had spec sheets. The only thing that didn't truly leak was the price, which is usually the case with, with smartphone leaks in general. So Pixel 4 starts at $799 for 64 gigabytes of storage. Pixel 4 XL is uh, $899 for 64 gigabytes of storage. Add $100 to either of those prices, you get 128 gigabytes of storage. Which, by the way, you're now more expensive than a comparable S10 or S10 Plus at the, at the same configuration. And the iPhone. Well, it depends on where you buy it. And, and I think that's a, a point that you and I are going to disagree on here is, especially in the U.S., the biggest news for Pixel 4 yesterday, forget the camera upgrades, forget all the other stuff. It's the fact that it's going to be available directly from every carrier, every major carrier in the U.S., well, that's nice, but you know they only have a 2.3% market share, so good freaking luck with that. They only have a 2.3% market share because they've only been available directly from Verizon or online. Yes. So yes. being available and having you know someone walk into a T-Mobile or AT&T or Sprint store or you know any of the other off-brands like Visible and whatnot, and have a 799 Pixel 4 priced against a Galaxy S10 that's 899, I it's going to be a little bit more appealing, and I see that market share going up quite a bit. Okay. Now, don't you think this is kind of poisonous when, when given the fact that Samsung is their largest OEM partner, that they're now being put right next to them in the same damn store? Uh, no, I don't. I think it's going to force Samsung to make 
better decisions as far as updating software, getting more regular right. with that. It's, it's adding competition with their biggest OEM partner and they we absolutely need, need that. Why, why do we need a pixel in the first place? Why do we need this overpriced piece of junk when we could have, we could have a properly managed OEM ecosystem that updates their software when they're supposed to, because we're too far into it. that when they're supposed to. We're, Google is too far into it now to even try to take back that power and that control. And so they have to do it by releasing a Pixel. I mean, that's what the Nexus brand was always about, right? Reference devices. Now we have the Pixel that's not positioned as a reference device, but pictured at, or presented as the experience Google wants you to have from Android. So, you know, there's some differences there in that philosophy and that approach. And I, I think it exists for that reason. All right, and, and I and look, and I understand the need to build a reference device. Microsoft does this with the Surface, but they're able to get their OEMs to innovate by, by, by releasing the service with their own PC hardware. They really have, despite the fact that the Surface exists. I'm not seeing that with, with Google's OEMs at all, other, other than Samsung, which would make some very nice devices, sure. but they're also doing screwy things with, with the operating system that I, I do not like. Yeah, right? sure. And you've got, you know, and you got companies like Xiaomi and, and Nokia in the mix. Um, and so it's, I agree with you, they're not going to resolve this problem anytime soon. No. Right. But at the same time, I don't think, you know, we need the Pixel to be this super expensive device either. Right. I, I, th I, th I think their best Pixel, honestly, is, is the A series. Sure. Uh, I'm curious what they're going to do with the 4A. Um, if they can keep it at $399, I think it'll be a solid phone, especially if they get it across all the carriers. I think I think that would be, I think that will help them more than this than this expensive phone will in, yeah. in the long run. Look, look, on paper, comparing the specs and all the stats, it does kind of appear to be an expensive phone. The 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 Qualcomm Snapdragon 855 is nearly a year old. Yes, so it's the last it's the last device yeah. to be released with that chip. Because yeah. the 865 is coming out next month. Yeah, right. So it, and feels already, it already feels outdated yeah. because it's the last device to be released with that chipset, right? Not that there's anything wrong with the 855 chipset, no. but to release a super premium device with that chipset at the end of the year. Right, right. yeah. The I, chip comes out, seems... Google's kind of married to this October release schedule because that's the cadence they use to release Android, right? And so it... It's frustrating for on a personal level every year the Pixel comes out, includes all these cool features, but it has nearly a year old processor in it. I wish there was a way for them to flip that and and release on schedule, you know, February. They could buy March. their hardware from Huawei with, with, with Huawei's chip in it. And that would be awesome. I would love to see a P30 Pro Pixel. That's what I want. I don't I don't I don't I don't want Google's freaking pixel. I want a P30 Pro with Huawei's machine learning chip. By the way. Apple has managed for their price point to put six machine learning co-processors inside the A13. Managed to be cheaper than, than, than the Pixel with, with the Face ID and everything that that Pixel. If you, if you match up the iPhone to the Pixel, feature per feature, they are nearly identical. Sure. In terms of, it's got image processing, right? It's got, uh, and by the way, I think, I think the iPhone's camera setup is better. The fact that they didn't go with the wide lens was stupid in, in, in this phone. Um, I, I didn't think I didn't think that was a good decision. Um, the fact that their storage, uh, okay, so the so the iPhone and the and the and the Pixel are both 64 gig at the base level at the base right. price level, right? So that's parity. 
they both got face ID. Now they implement it slightly differently, but that's parity. I don't think the radar freaking, you know, hand gesture thing is gonna is gonna amount to much. So I have it. Um, I've been using it for a little under 24 hours now. Yeah. Face unlock on this is just as good as my iPhone. And it, it, it might okay. even be a little just as good. Just as good. That's it fine. might even be a little bit faster. Okay. Yeah, I expected it to be just as good. The um, they both they're both using machine learning capabilities built in built into the hardware. Um, I am annoyed by by the, by the by the storage deficiency on on the device, especially coupled with the fact get native resolution backups for free this this year. That yeah, yeah. really ticks me off because I was I shoot everything in in, in full in full resolution yeah. on, on my Pixel because of that. Yeah. So Google used to provide unlimited. Google photo storage to pixel owners at full resolution. Right now, um, you know, pixel three and earlier owners have a few years left on unlimited storage. Well, starting with the pixel four, which is something they didn't mention on stage, starting with the pixel four, you could only do the high quality uh, unlimited backup. Just, just like the iPhone gets and everybody and every other Android vendor gets. Just like so everyone else. No better. Uh, you, if you want to do full, resolution you have to now pay for storage which is um you know what they're pushing services with their google one uh platform so yeah i agree it's a, the 64 gigs not enough i said it when I, apple released the iphone i wrote an article about it 64 gigs on the pixel not enough especially taking away the, the unlimited storage uh yeah. for google photos uh, you uh, know, the, this the, this is i'm look I'm a big fan of this phone for a lot of reasons, but there's a lot of stuff that that are frustration points too. Jason, I bought one. I bought yeah. one. Oh, and by the way, the trade-in value this year stinks. Last year it was three hundred dollars. The year before it was three fifty on the maxed out Pixel. If you if you traded in your previous Pixel, today it's two hundred and fifty. So I bought the XL with one hundred twenty-eight. I think I paid seven hundred fifty bucks for it or something like that. Oh, okay. So you traded in your your three? And, yeah. yeah, yeah. I traded it in. Hey, wait. Um, what color did you get? White, because I couldn't get the orange. <laughs> okay. Just, or are you glad you paid for Android? Aren't you glad you paid extra for Android <laughs> updates is, is, the name of, is the name of the color. Yeah. So I'll tell you what innovation I did like at the event. I mean, I, I obviously am sore about the pricing. And look, the technology of the Pixel 4 is excellent. I just think that they're, they're, they're barking up the wrong tree, pricing and comparing, comparing it with their, with their OEM partners and with, and with, and with Apple. I thought the Pixel Buds were really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm frustrated we're not going to see those until the spring. Like, the industrial design of that device is yeah. fantastic. First of all, I hate the, I, to this day, I do not own a pair of AirPods. There's those stupid things that stick out of your ears. It looks, looks dumb. <laughs> so I love the fact that they did a very strong design uh, where the, 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 the the batteries are, are curved into the into the, the anatomy of, of the of the year itself. Yeah, and um, that they're amp they are quote unquote ambient. You know they they're running all the time. We'll see how that works. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's cool. I, and I'm not sure I want to be walking around with earbuds all the time, but I can see that there might be some benefit to having them work as sort of like a bionic ear. Right. I mean, I mean, in theory, you know, you could have your device, if you're, especially if you are hearing impaired, you know, your, 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 uh, your phone itself has, you know, some pretty sophisticated audio pickups. 
Um, if you've got if you've got Google devices around your house that are listening, it, they could they could feed these things as they pick up noises. There's a lot of things that you could do with that. Yeah, Apple does that with the AirPods. There's actually a feature built into iOS that you can use. I, I don't remember the exact terminology, but basically you use your iPhone and your AirPods as a, a hearing aid. So you turn it on, you set your iPhone in front of the person you're talking to, and it feeds the audio into your ear, um, which works great. I, I've tested it. You know, I'm not hard of hearing, but I've tested it, and it, it worked really good um, in, in my impression. So Pixel Buds are exciting. Um, it's finally an AirPod for Android users. Unfortunately, yes. it's Q2 of next year before we see it. And their price actually more expensive than AirPods are at $179. Are. Are. I didn't like that. I didn't yeah. like that. Um, I, I, I get why they announced them yesterday during the event. You know, Microsoft has their earbuds coming out. Uh, Amazon has theirs. Apple supposedly has some more noise canceling AirPods, you know, coming around the corner. So Google wanted to get out ahead of that and hopefully, you know, hold off on some people who, who are waiting for the Pixel Buds to tell them to wait. But uh, I, I wish we would have had them yesterday. That would have really been the complete package of a nice holiday kit of Pixel right. plus Pixel Buds. Uh, but, you know, that just wasn't the case. Um, any final thoughts, Jason, before we close this out? Yeah, well, you know, I spent top dollar for that darn thing yesterday. Um, and as I said, the only reason why I buy one is because, like you, I write about this stuff. I need a reference device that has Android updated all the time. But I'm really going to reconsider this next year. You know, I mean, uh, if we can get a vendor who can be, who can be good with, uh, with these updates, that's not Google, that isn't charging top dollar for these darn things. I mean, we, won't, we don't need the most expensive device in existence to test Android. Um, I'm gonna start thinking about it, you know, cause my, my technology budget's already pretty darn expensive anyway, buying all this sure. Apple junk and everything else that's out there. Um, so I, I think we need to start thinking very carefully now because these things have become commodities, because all the vendors seem to be very close to parity at each other with developments in things like cameras, processors, um, you know, that the, the key technology aspects of these phones are at parity across the vendors now. There's very little that's differentiating about them. I mean, I can buy a pretty darn nice Android phone for $550, you know, from ZTE with the same basic technology stack that, that the Pixel uses. And I think Google needs to start looking at how it should differentiate from its OEM partners beyond just parts, right? Sure. Um, you know, at, um, Microsoft is partnering with Qualcomm to make its own silicon for the Duo uh, with, this, with this special chip that they're making. Um, I, think, I think Google needs to start thinking about its own silicon as well. Um, otherwise, they're just another Qualcomm uh, phone like everybody else. And they've dabbled in that. They have the Titan M security chip. Yeah. They have some image processing stuff. Um, but that's their own. I think it's baby steps, right? This Pixel, if you think about it, they went from Nexus to having reference designs used by a different OEM straight into right. Pixel without much of a ramp up and a leeway into getting into that. In the last few years, we've seen them take more of that stuff in-house. So I think it's a matter of time before we do see, you know, a Titan processor, whatever Google's right. going to end up calling it. it I, we just have to be patient. As, as for me, <clears throat> excuse me, as for me, I think the Pixel 4 is an appealing device. I think it's going to sell like crazy on retail shelves when it's placed next to an iPhone 11 Pro. And a, a, I don't know, man. Galaxy I, S. I think I, it's going I, to. I think we're going to see that, that market share increase quite a bit this year. 
uh, once it hits retail shelves. Well, the, the low-cost battle, I think the low-cost battle between those two vendors are going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm excited to spend some more time with the Pixel 4 XL myself. Uh, you know, it, it's been a, a fun little device to set up so far, but we'll see how it pans out after a week or two. And uh, I'm, of course, going to post my review on ZDNet.com. Uh, once again, with Jason Squared, I'm Jason Cipriani. Jason Perlow. Check us out at ZDNet.com. Thank you.